Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Peace and blessings, brothers and sisters. Peace and blessings, peace and blessings. We will be getting started in approximately five minutes. Again, today's Bible lesson is Biblical Black History. Who are we and where are we from? Again, who are we and where are we from? We're going live on Facebook in one second. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of the Bible Class Truth Hour here on the four-time national award-winning POET radio. This is your brother, Brother Black Ice. And today's lesson is Biblical Black History Part One. This is the time of the year in the month of February in which America recognizes a month in which they call Black History Month. Now we, black people who live in America, we celebrate our own history 365 days a year seven days a week, 24 hours a day. We're not excluded to one month out of the year. So this time of the year on our Bible class, we like to deal with biblical black history. We get the chance to find out who we are and where we come from, from a biblical perspective. We've read the books that uh, men have written and uh, they've been interesting to say the least and some things they haven't gotten right. And so what we do is we clear up any misunderstanding about who we are, those who are called African-American. Of course, Africa is the name of a continent. And America is also the name of a continent. But there are nations of people that live on the African continent. Right? And of course, there are hundreds of different nationalities that are on the American continent as well. And so, brothers and sisters, we want to definitely invite you into tonight's lesson. We ask that you get your your Bible, your pen, your pad, your paper, and whatever you want to do to take notes, because this is a different teaching on Black history, different from what you've ever known before in your schools of learning and your schools of higher learning, right? And what we teach here coincides with the historical fact of activities and things that have actually happened uh, throughout the annals of history. And so we are going to get ready, brothers and sisters, to get started. Um, we have about two minutes left before we start. We want to say greetings to everyone who's in attendance today. Greetings to everyone who's in attendance today. I see Brother Dean Furlow tuning in from Lincoln, Nebraska. I see Brother Donald Luckett. Let us know where you're tuning in from. Sister Viola Rogers, um, Dean Furlow, Sister Cheryl Thomas tuning in from Dallas, Texas. Brother John Ben Israel, let us know where you're watching from. Brother Malachi Israel, let us know where you're watching. Well, Brother Malachi is tuning in from El Cajun. I should know that by heart now. Peace and blessings, LaShonda. 
I want to say peace and blessings to you. Let us know where you're tuning in from. Brother Donald Luckett is tuning in from Indianapolis. I want to say peace and blessings to you now. At this time, brothers and sisters, we ask that you also share the lesson. All right. If you have, um, well, you got to have a Facebook page if you're watching on Facebook. So we ask that you share the lesson for us. Help us get this word out. Help us get this ministry out. Uh, okay, Lashana is tuning in from Chicago. Help us get this word out. Uh, okay, Lashana. And uh, help us get this ministry out. And we want to say thank you in advance for all of you all who are tuning in, watching, looking, and listening, brothers and sisters. All right. And let's see. I'm doing exactly what I am asking you all to do at this time. Okay. We have approximately one minute left. Approximately one minute left. to um, get into our prayer then we're going to get into the what we believe and then after the what we believe we're going to go ahead get right into our bible class tonight which is the greatest story uh well i'm sorry not the greatest story never told i'm i'm still stuck on our previous lessons which was the bomb we're dealing with biblical black history tonight who are we and where we come from who are we and where we come from? So that's what we're going to be dealing with tonight on tonight's Bible class, Truth Hour. 
here on the four-time national award-winning POET radio. I had everything set up. Everything was ready to go. And then, (laughs) you know what happens, brothers and sisters. You know what happens. Satan always try to step in there. So let's go ahead and pray. And then we're going to go ahead and get right into our Bible class. Father God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, we come before you tonight and we say thank you, Father God. Thank you for all that you've done, all that you are doing, and all that you will do, Father God. Even during the storm, Father God, you are a guiding light in the midst of darkness. So we ask that you cover us, cover our loved ones, cover our children, Father God, that you may keep us away from all hurt, harm, and danger, but that we should have to walk through the valley of the shadow of death. You said that we should we should not fear no evil, for you are there with us, Father God. Bless this lesson tonight, Father God. We ask that you just remove me and just implant you, Father God. Let it not be any ego there, any pride there. Just information for informational purposes, Father God, so that we may know who we are, where we are from, and what our connection is to you and how we need to get back to that connection. We ask these things through your son, Jesus, Yeshua name. Amen. All right, brothers and sisters, let's go ahead and get right into our lesson tonight. Who are we and where we come from? Who are we and where we come from? Thank you for tuning in. Let's go ahead and read off the what we believe, brothers and sisters. The Truth Hour Bible Class is an online social media Bible-based ministry where we teach the uncut word of God as it is written in the scripture, line upon line, precept upon precept, Isaiah 28 and 10. Our mission is to lead as many souls to Jesus, the Christ, so that through the word of God and the keeping of the commandments, we may receive salvation. Our motto is, if you cannot read it, then do not believe it. Here's what we believe. Number one, we believe in the name of Jesus, but we have no dispute with those of our brothers and sisters that choose to use the name Yahshua, Yahweh, or any other variation of the name before it was translated into the English language. We know that there was Hebrew, Aramaic, Greek, Latin, Old English, and English. So there was a time in history when our people didn't have the King James Version of the Bible, the New English language in which we have today. They had the 1611 version of the Bible, and the name Jesus was not spelt with a J in that. So we don't knock those of our brothers and sisters that choose not to use the name that we use. Uh, We understand that all those names refer to the same being and the word of God and the one whom we call Jesus. Number three, we believe in the Sabbath. I'm sorry, number two, we believe that Jesus alone is our Lord and Savior. Number three, we believe in the Sabbath day, which is from Friday sundown to Saturday sundown. Number four, we believe in the seven feast days of the Lord as listed in Leviticus, the 23rd chapter. Number five, we believe that we, the so-called African-American and those that were spread throughout the four corners of the world by way of the transatlantic slave trade are indeed Israelites and all the Lord's statutes, laws, and commandments apply to us. And we're gonna deal with that on tonight's broadcast, brothers and sisters. Number six, we believe that we must keep the law to the best of our ability. Number seven, We believe that we must keep the Lord's dietary law according to Leviticus, the 11th chapter. No pork, no shrimp, no catfish, no lobster, no snail, etc. Or anything that's deemed to be um, 
unpermissible to eat in Leviticus the 11th chapter. We don't deal with that because we believe in that dietary law. Number eight, we believe that the Old Testament or the scriptures and the testimony or the New Testament must be used when teaching the word of God. You can't be an Old Testament scholar or a New Testament Christian. You must be both. Isaiah 8 and 20. We don't believe in Sunday Sabbath service. We don't believe in the Trinity doctrine. We don't believe in the cross or images or holidays that originated in the worship of other gods, such as Easter, Christmas, New Year's, or any other holiday that originated. You may not call it, you may not say that it's for that today. We understand that. But we teach the origin of these things. And many of the rituals that are kept today, although it's not called what it was called originally, during Easter, you still um, have eggs and rabbits. Those were fertility god symbols, which represented spring, had nothing to do with God. God had seven feast days. Again, we talked about it. Go in the book of Le Leviticus, the 11th chapter, and we break all those things down. Okay, and we have lessons dealing with that. So now, number 10. We believe that salvation through Jesus is for all people, no matter what race, color, or nationality, Revelation 7 and 9. Um, let me say before I say the last thing, that brothers and sisters, for those of you all who are here for the first time, we want you to understand, although you may hear something that you disagree with, which is based on what you've been told or taught, everything that we teach on this Bible class, comes from the word of God, comes from the Bible, and is something that you can go and read with your own eyes yourself because we give you the scriptures during the course of our lesson. So now as we're about to begin our lesson and start tonight's lesson, we're going to ask that our brothers, if you have any hair coverings, to remove those hair coverings. And sisters, if you don't have a hair covering on, we ask that you go and place a hair covering over your heads so that we can be in compliance with the ordinances of God. And you know how people say, well, they used to do that. They talked about that in the Old Testament. Well, they talk about this in the New Testament. First Corinthians, the 11th chapter, verses three through six. All right. Anytime praying and prophesying is being done, which is reading the word of God, God asks that our sisters have a head covering on and that our brothers remove their head coverings. OK, so with that being said, let's go ahead and get our YouTube ready to get up and running. And we're going to bring our YouTube on. And five, four, three, two. And one. Thank you, YouTube, for tuning in to another edition of the Bible Class Truth Hour here on the four-time national award-winning POET Radio. This is Black History Month. So for the next four Mondays, we're going to deal with biblical black history about who these people are that are called African American and our connection to the Bible. Who are we and where did we come from? This is part one. Who are we and where did we come from? This is part one. So we ask that you go get your Bibles, your pen, your paper, and take these notes, brothers and sisters. Take these notes because what you're going to learn tonight is going to be something that you can pass down to um, generations to come. Now, let's go ahead and get straight into our lesson tonight. Turn your Bibles to the book of Amos, the third chapter. Amos the book of Amos, the third chapter. 
Now, we boldly pro profess that we are Israel, right? People say, well, wait a minute, that's a, that's, that's a religion. Israel is not a religion, it's a nationality, brothers and sisters. We profess to be Christians as far as our beliefs are concerned, right? The word Christ means anointed one, right? So if we are Christians, we are um, anointed people, and we're going to show you why we are anointed people according to the word of God and according to the Bible. Now, if you are looking for a suspect, the police gives you a description of that suspect. The police may say that the person is six feet tall, was last seen wearing jeans, has no hair, beard, in any other description that they may choose to describe the suspect. Well, we want to find out who we are based on the description that the Bible gives of the people of Israel. Do we fit the description? Who are we and where did we come from? Let's go to the book of Amos, the third chapter. Amos, the third chapter. We're going to start this off with what God says about this people called Israel. Amos, the third chapter, verses one and two. Hear this word that the Lord has spoken against you, O children of Israel, against the whole family which I have brought up from the land of Egypt, saying, You only have I known of all the families of the earth. Therefore, I will punish you for all your iniquities. Now, let's stop right here. God is making a bold statement to Israel. He's saying, you only have I known. In other words, God built a relationship with one nation and one people only. Well, what does that mean, Brother Black Eyes? I can't be baptized in the name of Jesus for the remission of my sins and um, develop a relationship with God? Of course you can. And that's exactly the way that you do it, brothers and sisters. But what God did and what he does is he does things in an orderly fashion. So the father gave it to the son, the son gave it to an angel, and then that angel came down here and gave it to an Israelite. And so God began to build this relationship with Israel, and through Israel, he would reach the other sons and daughters of Adam. But what we want to do tonight is find out who this Israel is, according to the Bible. And since God said, I'm going to punish you for all your iniquities, we got to find out what these punishments are and then look at all the people on the earth and see if there's one people that fits the description of these punishments that God has inflicted on his people, Israel. Right. So now let's go to the book of Genesis, the third chapter. We're going to start this lesson in the beginning, brothers and sisters. In the third chapter of Genesis, there is a shift in God's earthly creation. Here we find 
our first lie being told in the Bible, our first sin being committed, and our first death. So let's deal with this, brothers and sisters. Let's go to Genesis, the third chapter, verses 1 through 13. Genesis, the third chapter, verses 1 through 13. Remember, this is a four-part series, so don't think you're going to get it all tonight, brothers and sisters, but we're going to give you as much as we can in this hour. Genesis, the third chapter, verses 1 through 13. Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, yeah, has God said you shall not eat of every tree of the garden? And the woman said unto the serpent, we may eat of the fruit of the tree of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said you shall not eat of it, neither shall you touch it lest you die. Now this particular tree that they were told to stay away from was none other than Satan the devil. This is just one of his titles, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Now, Jesus is also considered to be a tree, but he's considered to be the tree of life. So in addition to the trees that actual fruit grew on in the garden, there was two other trees. There was Jesus, the tree of life, and there was Satan, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Verse four, and the serpent said unto the woman, you shall not surely die. That's the first lie recorded in the Bible. Verse five, for God does know that in the day that you eat thereof, then your eyes shall be open and you shall become as God's knowing good and evil. Now, he didn't lie about that part. Okay, that they will become as God's knowing both good and evil when he exposed to them. The things that he exposed to them, they now knew not just good, but they knew good and evil. Verse 6, and when the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was pleasant to the eyes, why was this tree so pleasant to the eyes? Because Satan, in the book of Ezekiel, the 28th chapter, verses 12, 13, and 14, he's described as being an angel that had a covering of every precious stone, rubies and sardas and topaz and uh, carbuncle and diamond and emerald he's described as being beautiful brothers and sisters so when it says that he was pleasant to the eyes and a tree to be desired to make one wise she took of the fruit thereof and did eat and gave also unto her husband with her and he did eat and the eyes of them were both open and then they knew that they were naked so if they didn't know that they were naked before Eve communicated with Satan, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, what was one of the things that he told her? That both she and Adam were both naked. And of course, you know what goes with that conversation. You can make a man in your image and in your likeness, just like God did. You could be God too. Verse eight, verse seven, and the eyes of them were both open and they knew that they were naked and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves aprons. Well, wait a minute. They sewed fig leaves to cover themselves, but God covered them with something different. I want you to understand this too, because right now there is a law that they know that they can't kill anything. 
So they used fig leaves to cover themselves. Verse 8, and they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day, and Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord and God amongst the trees of the garden. And the Lord called unto Adam and said unto Adam, where are you? And he said, I heard your voice in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked, and I hid myself. And he said, who told you that you were naked? See, we like to say that it was a snake, literal snake or serpent, but that's also one of the titles of Satan. He's called a snake and he's called a serpent. But God didn't say what told you you were naked. He said who told you you were naked. That's a personal pronoun. Which refers to a being, not a beast or an atom. And the Lord God said unto the woman, I'm sorry, and the man said, the woman who thou, well, let me back up to 11. And he said, who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten of the tree whereof I commanded thee that you should not eat? And the man said, the woman whom you gave to be with me, she gave me of the tree and I did eat. And the Lord God said unto the woman, what is this that you have done? And the woman said, the serpent beguiled me and I did eat. She knew the instructions. She repeated the instructions back to Satan. But let's get to the punishment now, because again, you disobeyed God. Now, punishment has to come because he told you that the day that you shall eat thereof, you shall surely die. But here's the punishment. Verse 16 and 17. And unto the woman, he said, I will greatly multiply your sorrow and and thy conception in sorrow thou shalt bring forth children and they and your desire shall be to your husband and he shall rule over you well wait a minute you mean to tell me that the man didn't necessarily have to be the head before this took place because when he created the woman he could have gave her those instructions but it, he didn't give her this assignment until after she had sinned and disobeyed him. I'm going to read that again. He said, in sorrow you shall bring forth children, at verse 16, and your desire shall be to your husband, and he shall rule over you. So sisters, if you're wondering why today the man has to be the head of the household, and has to lead, maybe this has something to do with it. Verse 17, and unto Adam he said, because you have hearkened unto the voice of thy wife and have eaten of the tree of which I commanded thee, saying, you shall not eat of, cursed is the ground for thy sake, in sorrow shall you eat of it all the days of your life. Now, I want to show you something real quick. We're going to take a detour real quick, Sister Key Israel. Let's go to Genesis, the fifth chapter. And we're going to come right back here to chapter three. Genesis, the fifth chapter. Let's show you what Eve's name was before her name became Eve. Genesis, the fifth chapter, verse one and two. It says, this is the book of the generation of Adam in the day that God created man and the likeness of God made he him, male and female, created he them and blessed them and called 
their name Adam. So Eve was called Adam in the beginning. He said, male and female created he them at Genesis 5 and 2 and blessed them and called their name Adam in the day when they were created. Okay. Well, after she sinned and he sinned, let's find out what her name became. Genesis, the third chapter, and we're going to go down. And let's go to verse. We're going to go to verse 20 and 21. And Adam called his wife's name Eve because she was the mother of all living. So what does Eve mean? The mother of all living. And unto Adam and also to his wife did the Lord God make coats of skin and clothed them. Well, where did he get the coats of skin from? So the first death in God's creation was the animal that God killed in order and shed the blood of to cover their sin and use the coat of the animal to clothe them. Remember, they clothed themselves with fig leaves. God clothed, clothed them with coats of skin, but blood has to be shed when sin is committed. Let's go ahead and get back into our lesson. Our lesson tonight, Biblical Black History Part 1. Who are we? And where did we come from? Who are we and where did we come from? Let's go to Genesis, the 10th chapter. Now, in order to find out who we are, where we come from, and who we are not, we got to go to Genesis, the 10th chapter, brothers and sisters. If you live on this earth today, you are a descendant of one of the three sons of Noah. One of the biggest lies ever told, and we've heard pastors repeat it time and time again. You can even find it in the speech of Martin Luther King. He didn't say that if you were not a Jew, you were a Gentile. But he said Jews, Gentiles, Protestants, and Catholics and so we were led to believe that anybody that was not a Jew was a Gentile. Turn your Bibles to Genesis, the 10th chapter. Let's kill that lie right here, right now. Now, we also know that Jacob, whose name was changed to Israel, had 12 sons. And only one of them named was Judah, which is where the Jews derived from. But what about the other 11 sons? They were Israelites, but they were not considered to be Jews. So let's find out who the Gentiles are and see if you're not a Jew, you're a Gentile statement stands up in the court of the law of God in the court of the law of God. Let's go to Genesis, the 10th chapter, and we're going to read first, verses 1 through 5. Genesis, the 10th chapter, and we're going to read verses 1 through 5. Again, if you want to know who you are, you got to start at this chapter right here. 
And this is who came in after the flood. Now, these are the generations of the son Noah, Shem, Ham, and Japheth, and unto them were sons born after the flood. So, before we can, we can even get into our nationality, we got to get into which son of the three sons of Noah do we belong to. Let's deal with one son first by the name of Japheth, right? It says, the sons of Japheth, Gomar and Magog and Madai and Javan and Tubal and Meshes and Tyres. And the sons of Gomar, Ashkenaz and Raphath and Togomar and the sons of Javan, Elisha and Tarshish, Kittim and Dodanim. By these were the isles of the Gentiles. Wait a minute. You mean to tell me that out of the three sons of Noah, only one, only one is the progenitor of the Gentiles? Yes, this is what we just read. So if you're from Japheth, you are a Gentile, right? What, what about um, if you're from the other two sons? Ham and Shem, then you're not a Gentile if you are not from the seed of Ham and the seed of Japheth. You're only a Gentile if you're of the sons of Japheth. Now, let me show you who the sons of Japheth are today, because, you know, a lot of us, we say, well, well who's the sons of Japheth? Who, who, who are they? So let's look it up, brothers and sisters. And let's see if that relates to us, the sons of Japheth. And we're going to go here to the um, Google search engine, and we're going to pull up the sons of Japheth, and we're going to type in who were the descendants of the biblical of, of biblical Japheth, Noah's son. Okay, and we're going to pull that up, and we're going to show you that these are all people off of the European continent or what we would call white folks today. Okay? So the, um, if you look at the one, the table of nations, type in your Google search engine, the descendants of Ham, I'm sorry, who are the descendants of JFET today? And you have, remember Javon? You have Greece, you have Romans, you have um, French, you have Italians, Spanish, and Portuguese. Magog, you got uh, Slavs, Russians, Bulgarians, Bohemians, Poles, Slovos, creation. So the people over there that are fighting Russia right now, these are all Gentiles fighting each other brothers and sisters, Ukraine, Gentiles, Russia, Gentiles, all of those that are on the European continent. Then you got Maida. You got people who are from India, Iran, Medes, Persians, Afghanistan, and Kurds. Then you have Mesh, Meshish, which is your Russians. You have Gomar, which is your Celtics. These are all the seeds of Japheth, brothers and sisters. So again, 
a Gentile does not apply to us. So the next time the pastor, the minister, the preacher, or mom or grandma say, oh, baby, we, 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 we Gentiles. You take them to Genesis, the 10th chapter, verses 1, 2 through 5, and you show them that in order to be a Gentile, you must be a seed of Japheth which are the people off of the European continent. But we're going to go back there. So we're going to keep this thing going on. Now let's go to Genesis, the 6th, um, the 10th chapter, verse 6. Genesis 10, verse 6. It says, And the sons of Ham, Cush, Mizraim, put in Canaan. I'm going to read that again. And the sons of Ham, Cush, Mizraim, put in Canaan. Now, these are what is called your African nations of people, brothers and sisters. Your African nations of people. You have Egypt. You have Ethiopia. You have Libya. You have um, all the nations that are on the continent of Africa. These are your Hamites. They are not Gentiles. They are not Jews or Israelites. They are Hamites or the seed of Ham. They are a black people. You cannot be a Gentile and a black person, brothers and sisters. According to what we're reading now, we're talking about biblical black history. Now, let's keep reading because we got to read a little bit more. Let's go to verse 8. It says, and Cush beget Nimrod, and he began to be a mighty one in the earth. Now, y'all remember Nimrod and the Tower of Babel and all those things and Babylon. So most of what we celebrate in holidays here on earth begin at Nimrod and Babylon, which is where your first Christmas celebration came from, which is where most of your uh, celebrations like Easter came from. It all began in Babylon, brothers and sisters, through Nimrod and and his nation of people, right? That was of the seed of Ham. But let's go down a little bit further, and we're going to go to verses 20 right now, and let's read about this other son. It says, these are the sons of Ham after their families, after their tongues, in their countries, and in their nations. So remember, Ham is the progenitor of the black nations of people. Verse 21, unto Shem, also the father of all the children of Eber, the brother of Japheth, the elder, even to him were children born. So we got Japheth, who is the progenitor of Gentiles or white folks or Europeans. We got the seed of Ham, who is the progenitor of African people and the dark people of the earth. Well, you say, well, brother Black Eyes, aren't we? dark people as well now in the 60s they had a name for us that they called us which was negroes again negroes so what i want you to do right now is type in your google search engine because we got to see if we're african or if we are the seed of ham we're going to type in the word ham 
And then the word Zondervan, Z-O-N-D-E-R-V-A-N, Zondervan Bible Dictionary. We got to find out the definition of ham according to the Zondervan Bible Dictionary, right? Zondervan Bible Dictionary, and I'll pull it up so because I want you to read it as well. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.